Blog Talk Radio. Liz, can you hear me? I can. Uh, Let me ask you a quick question because I may have been on mute that entire time, which is why I've been seeing a lot of people drop out. Could you not hear anything on on the show? Not, Not a word. Oh, wow, wow. Okay, okay. So give me a few minutes, Liz, and I'm going to prep the show, and I'm going to move on. For some reason, my microphone was on mute, and people could not hear me. So uh, give me a minute, and then I'll bring you back on, okay? All righty. Okay, that's happened to me a couple of times before in my in my 11-year span on Successful Woman Radio where for some reason my Yeti microphone just automatically by itself went on mute. And so uh, this is Trina Newby for everybody who um, ha- had the opportunity to, to dial in. I did see a lot of people log in and out of the show. So again, many apologies for that technical glitch, but we are back, and I want to welcome everyone to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net. And of course, we're here to empower you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Now, of course, all this month during the month of October, our theme is Routines for Success. You know, ladies, consistency and routines in your daily business operations help set the foundation for your productivity. So all this month, I'll be sharing success routines that really do work. And, of course, as you know, uh, we have been reading from our featured book, Atomic Habits, which is so very, very um, good. I have thoroughly enjoyed this book. And a big thank you to all of the ladies who've been emailing and sharing with me uh, that they have been reading along as well. Our lineup for today, of course, I'm going to give you five questions of business leadership, which is so very, very important. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about 
business startup and writing your working business plan, which is so very, very important. And of course, I'll have on the show today, Liz Gladden, who has experience going through the startup process and uh, is getting ready to start her business, My Transitions Wellness. So very, very excited about that. And then, of course, I'll be reading you an excerpt from Atomic Habits and reminding you that now is the time to go ahead and get your holiday strategy in place so that you can take advantage of the holiday season. Want to make sure that you are doing that. So let's go ahead and move right into five questions of business leadership. Starting with number one, the question is, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Ladies, you need to ask yourself, what beliefs and habits do I need to support my vision and my goals? And what should my morning personal development really be? And last but not least, you need to be looking at creating affirmations that are customized and personal to you. Remember, one of the key words, and I think that's very, very important, is that you can get motivated and encouraged by a lot of people, but there's nothing like tapping into your own personal power. And so that is why you want to create your own affirmations. Here's number two. Are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? Again, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and goals? You really want to make sure that every time you start a new project, every time you start a new system, you always want to ask yourself now, I know what I want, but are my beliefs in alignment with what it is that I'm trying to do? Because if you have any habits, any negative thinking, anything, any belief that is going to get in the way, trust me, it will creep up if you don't nip it in the bud. So that's why it's so very, very important to identify any belief that are not in alignment so that so that you can basically develop a, a, a simple strategy to knock them out of the way. And then here's question number three. What do I want to accomplish by this Friday? Of course, this question really belongs to a much larger one, which is what is it that I want to accomplish in the year? Um, but then you're going to break your year down by quarter, by month, by week, and then by day. Um, but you have to ask yourself this question um, as often as you need to so that you can stay focused on what you should be doing as a businesswoman. There are three areas that you need to be paying attention to, sales, marketing, and generating new leads. Now, I want you ladies to remember this, and this is something I think you need to write down. If you don't have the presence of sales, marketing, and generating new leads in your business, you don't have a business because those are the three core areas that make up the business itself right? You've got to be marketing your business so that you attract new people to you. You've got to be generating leads through your marketing. And then for those people that show interest, you've got to know how to close the sale, which then is going to put money in your checking account. And so it's those three things that are at the core of your business that you must, must have 
right? Very important. Then there are other things that you need to accomplish that you need to identify. Here's number four. How can I be an asset to my business? Again, how can I be an asset to my business? Uh, You can ask yourself, am I being a good ambassador? Am I spreading goodwill? Am I letting everybody that I come in contact know about my business and what I do, right? And then, of course, Am I seeking out new collaborations? Am I leading my power team? Of course, these three things all go to how I can be an asset to my business. And, and this is something that I don't think as, you know, as business owners that we ask ourselves enough of. Don't forget, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the word power team, a power team is a group of professionals that are normally contractors, meaning they have their own business, but they provide some type of service to you that can help you shorten your learning curve and move your business faster. That could be the graphic designer, the virtual assistant, the accountant, the bookkeeper, the writer. Um, These people can pull together and be available to you when you need them, right? And that helps you move along faster. Don't forget, just because you're a solopreneur doesn't mean you're supposed to be working by yourself. Very important. And last but not least, number five in the five questions of business leadership is, am I investing in myself and my business? And there are three core areas that I want you to take a look at, and that is your health and wellness. Don't forget, without health, without energy, without Uh, mental and physical energy, there's no way you're going to be able to accomplish your goals because you're going to be tired all the time, right? So we always need to include health and wellness. And then, of course, there is marketing and advertising. This is an area that you will always have to invest in. And last but not least, personal development and coaching. You know, you, you you can try to do everything by yourself, but what you're going to learn through a lot of frustration is that you're not always able to do everything by yourself. And it's not meant to be. Sometimes there are people that have gone on before you that know more than you do. And the sooner you realize that, the better. So very, very important. Again, I want to welcome everybody to the Successful Woman Radio Show. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live on this beautiful day. And of course, uh, as always, I want to make sure that We bring inspiration, motivation, and ways for you to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. I want to quickly talk about uh, something that's very important, that's business startup and writing your working business plan. You know, a lot of people always ask the question, "When when will I no longer be a business startup? Well, usually... The SBA identifies anyone in the startup phase of anyone who's been in business between one and three years is in the startup phase. So what that means uh, for many people is that if you've been trying your hands at business for longer than three years, but you've really never formulated or set the foundation, um, or you've never really been as serious as you are now, even though it's been more than three years, you still could very well be in the startup phase. My definition is that you're in the startup phase until you start accomplishing your goals and do more than just break even, but that you're actually making money in your business. You're in the startup phase. So even if you've been, you know, in considering yourself in business for 
five years, seven years, 10 years, if you've not made the money you've wanted to make in business, if you have not done some things that have really helped you to grow your business and you're feeling like I'm just not there yet, it's okay. You're still in a startup phase and it's okay to, to actually admit that. Well, one of the things that I think will really help you is a working business plan. And a working business plan is concerned more with where you're going the first 30, 60, 90 days of your business. And in the working business plan, um, it should be your mission statement, you know, what your goal is, what your purpose of being in business is all about, your objectives, like, which is what, what do I want my outcome to be as a result of the mission, you know? And in your objective, you should always have, always have some type of monetary figure. And then you always want to break down your management, your service products, the type of customers, uh, and, and you want to build what I call a customer avatar, which is really kind of know who your customer is, who you're trying to target. Now, I'll share with you a lot of the times when you are a startup, um, it's a hit and miss with really understanding who your customer is until you fall into kind of like a niche. You drill down and fall into a niche, and, and finally you seem to have more people that are interested in that niche that you're working with than anything. So sometimes you're not going to know exactly who your target customer is right away. So it's really a guessing game, truly, in saying, hey, I think right now I want to target this specific type of people. And then, of course, you always want to look at competition. You know, I hear a lot of people say there is no such thing as competition, but there really, um, there really is. As long as people can look at your business and another business and have to make a decision of who they want to go with, that's, that's competition, okay? So you always want to look at who's doing similar businesses, uh, a bit similar business tours as yours. And sometimes we can all learn from one another as competitors, right? And then you want to have a good marketing system down pat with asking yourself, how will you market your business? How much money will you need to market your business, right? And what are some of the best ways to advertise for your type of business industry? Very, very important. So you can get the whole working business plan outline at womenaboutbiz.net. And of course, you have to at least be at minimum a free member, but you would log in. And as soon as you log in, you would look up under Success Clubs in the top white menu bar and click on Business Startup. And once you have Business Startup, you can read some of the valuable articles that are there. And, and amongst those articles right on that front page is writing your working business plan. So definitely want you guys to take a look at that. As a matter of fact, I think I'll make sure that we put that right back up at the top as well. And if you're still thinking about business ideas, I want you guys to check out the article, uh, the new article in the Business Startup Club, Seven Online Business Ideas for Moms. Because even if you're not a mom, you may get some really uh, aha moments looking at those particular business ideas. Now, I have somebody who has just uh, finished really going through the whole process of starting her business, and that is Liz Glad. And Liz is going to be a health and wellness coach, and um, her company, My Transitions Wellness, is getting ready to be launched on this Saturday. So excited for Liz. Liz, are you there? I am here, and yes, I'm excited as well. Welcome, welcome to Successful Woman Radio. Thank you. 
So, Liz, um, I know that you can kind of share with the listening audience firsthand about uh, starting your business because we've been working now probably for like the last six months on your business and looking at all the things. So I know that you can say truly that it's a lot more involved than most people think, right? Absolutely. It is a lot more involved uh, than just waking up and having an idea. It does require time and work. So you decided to become a health and wellness coach. Can you share a little bit what what caused you to want to delve into that area and to become a health and wellness coach? It's more of a calling for me. Um, about three and a half, almost four years ago, I had a stroke. Mm-hmm. And uh, the stroke uh, left me partially paralyzed. So uh, I kind of know all too well about the, the the roller coaster ride of not eating right and not exercising and not following the signs that your body gives you, uh, not being proactive about your health. And so uh, as a result of having that stroke and my journey, I decided, well, I didn't decide, I just felt a passion just to move inside me to help other people. The signs were there. The information was there. But for whatever reason, I didn't put the two things together. And as I began to to start doing that, putting things together and learning more about my journey and how I could have prevented having this stroke, I thought, wouldn't other people like to know about this stuff too? Wouldn't they benefit from being proactive instead of reactive? Oh, absolutely. And I know that's something that you told me you had a passionate about is uh, that so many people are reactive to their health um, instead of being proactive. Um, And I I agree with you. As many of you know, when we talk about um, looking at the five questions of business leadership, one of the, the last questions is about investing, and health and wellness is one of the first things I talk about. And, Liz, I can tell you also I know all too well about, like, you can't – it's difficult to be in business if you don't have energy to do what you need to do. Absolutely. Yeah, def, def, definitely so. So here you are getting ready to go ahead and launch your business. Now, I I remember something that you said recently, and that was, you know, as you were looking at your website, you were looking at um, everything, everything began to come alive for you, right? You you really began to feel like your business was being born, correct? Yeah, I could see the different phases of it. Uh, uh, I could see the legs of the business, you know, getting feet to it and Mm -hmm. actually seeing how we're going to be able to be benefited as a result of the work and the time that we put into it. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. As a health and wellness coach, uh, do people have to be ill to have a health and wellness coach? No, they don't have to be ill. And uh, I think uh, that is a, a great part, a great time to get involved is when you're not Ill, ill because then you're actually being proactive. You're not waiting until something happens to you. You're not waiting until your body is deficit in a particular area, and now you've got to do something about it. You're getting ahead of uh, what could have possibly happened. 
Absolutely. Now, Liz, everyone, is going to be celebrating the launch of her new business coming up on this Saturday, the 16th, uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And I know at Women About Biz uh, fan page on Facebook, I've got all of the information there for you to be able to click, but I always like to celebrate business women who's connected with us at Women About Biz. I always like to celebrate and make sure that everybody knows that this person is getting ready to launch their business. And so, again, Liz is getting ready to launch her, her business, My Transitions Wellness. With Liz, I want to just say to you how proud I am of you and congratulations to you uh, as you get ready to go on your journey of being a businesswoman and helping so many people with their health and wellness. So again, everyone, if you're if you would like to support Liz, she is uh, doing a virtual launch, which is similar to a yes. webinar, but she's doing a virtual launch coming up on this Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and you can mm-hmm. go to the Women About Biz face uh, fan page on Facebook. That's our business page. So you can go facebook.com forward slash Women About Biz, and you can see. Uh, I put it right out there for you to see that Liz is getting ready to launch her business. So, again, Liz, I want to congratulate you and thank you you. uh, for staying connected with us at Women About Biz. And we're excited to see all of the new things that are going to get going. So we'll have to have you on the show again to specifically talk about some areas of health and wellness and give the business women some tips. So will you be willing to come back? Absolutely. Be my pleasure. Okay, wonderful. Well, again, congratulations and everybody. That's Liz Gladden. She's the health and wellness coach, owner of My Transitions Wellness. And again, she's going to be launching her business virtually coming up this Saturday, the 16th at 11 a.m. And you can learn more about that if you visit the Women About Biz fan page. Just simply go to facebook.com forward slash women about biz, and you'll see it right at the top. Uh, just go ahead. Even if you can stay on the launch for 15 to 30 minutes, go ahead. And so we can wish her well. Uh, as business women, it's so important for us to rally around one another and congratulate yes. one another. And I think Liz has some bonuses and different things that she's going to be giving out as well. So you can learn all about that. Uh, if you go to the Women About Biz Facebook page. So, again, um, a, a, a big congratulations to Liz Gladden. Take care, Liz. Thank you. Y'all be blessed. Okay, and again, uh, I just had someone to hit me up on the on the text asking where to find that business startup article on working business plans. So let me explain that to you guys one more time. You can go to womenaboutbiz.net. And in the top white menu bar, make sure you're logged in. After login, go to the top white menu bar and hold your mouse over Success Club and then click on Business Startup. And if you scroll down, I think it's like to the third level of articles, um, you will see writing your working business plan. And it's on the right-hand side. Um, So, again, um, all of these startup articles are there for you. Just to let you know some of the articles that you may want to check check out, we have a startup checklist. We've got seven essential questions prior to startup. Um, Our newest article, Seven Online Businesses for Moms, you might want to take a look at that if you're still thinking about starting a business or if you know someone that's been interested in starting a business, you definitely want to link them to this uh, to this 
particular article, um, six quick tips on starting a part-time business, you know, again, eight tips for your startup journey. So we've got some really good articles within the startup club. And so, again, if you are in the startup phase and you're still kind of pulling it together, it's a good club to belong to within the Women About Biz realm. So again, um, if you have not joined as a free member, all you've got to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net, hold your mouse over join today in the top white menu bar and select free membership and it'll give you instructions from there. It's about 1243 after the hour. We had some crazy technical glitches today. Um, Somehow the system was on mute and I was just talking away, and the system was on mute, and I, I had a flood of texts from different people saying we couldn't hear you. So I apologize again for that, but hopefully the good part, we got a chance to talk with Liz, got a chance to tell you about the startup article, uh, the um, working business plan, which is um, there for you on the Women About Biz site. And so now what I want to do is I want to go ahead and I want to talk to you about routines for success and how important it is to have routines for success. So first of all, again, I want to identify what a business routine is. And, and that is a business routine is actions or tasks that are performed as part of a regular working procedure. Okay, so business routines are a regular part of your day. And and then, of course, one of the things about business routines is that they can span from you can outline a business routine from the morning until the close of business. Right. But each businesswoman should have a set routine that she consistently practices to support her business goals. And um, the one thing that I see happening a lot of is a lot of inconsistencies with business routines. And as a result, it takes you off focus and you really don't know what you're supposed to be doing because you don't, you haven't been practicing anyone's workflow on a consistent level, okay? Remember, the purpose for routines is so you can stay focused on the priorities, right? And when you don't when you're not able to stay focused on the priorities or even identify the priorities, that's kind of like when you get knocked off track and when you start allowing yourself to go a whole lot of different places. And so one of the things I want to remind everyone of, because this seems to be something that really hits a lot of business women, is that ladies, you really have to prevent yourself from always being on Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You have to really prevent yourself from always being so drawn to it to the point to where it is interfering with your daily routines, with your business, okay? And I know for a lot of other women who have shared with me and emailed me and say, hey, Trina, you know, my my issue uh, of why I feel I don't have as good of a routine is television. You know, I'm always plugged into CNN. That used to be my issue, right? Um, And then some people say, hey, I can't help myself. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning and sit up in the bed is I'm checking emails. I'm checking, and it's like, okay. So what I want to do right now is I want to talk with you all about really making some decisions about your routines. and why routines are so very, very important. So all of this month and last month, right, we've been featuring the book Atomic Habits. And in Atomic Habits, the author, James Clear, 
clearly talks about why it's so important that we pay attention to the habits that we have and how to build better habits. And within that realm of atomic habits, um, we learned a process from the book called Habit Stacking, right? So habit stacking is when you have a habit that you really have down packed, a positive habit, by the way, not a negative habit, but you have a positive habit that you really have down packed. It could be brushing your teeth. It could be uh, clearing your desk in the morning. It could be some habit. But the whole purpose of that is to be able to utilize the strength of that habit to stack other habits on top of it. So, for example, you might say, hey, in the morning, right after I finish brushing my teeth, I'll go ahead and I will uh, review my, my planner or my calendar. Okay, so you're stacking a positive habit on top of another positive habit. And again, it's called habit stacking. Or you might say to yourself, okay, so right after I eat my breakfast, because I know that I'm very consistent with eating breakfast every morning, I know that I will go ahead and I will review my calendar and make sure that all of the activities on my calendar are relevant to what I'm trying to accomplish for the week, right? And so again, it's, it's, ha it's stacking on top of a habit that you already have in effect. It's already a strong habit and you're stacking another habit on top of it. So you're using the strength of one strong habit to create new habits, to build new habits, and habit stacking is very important. So I, I mentioned habit stacking because building a business routine is similar to habit stacking, right? Is that once you create routines, you're stacking them um, based on their relevancy and priority um, so that you can have a more productive day, so that things can happen in a way that are most effective for you right? And you're operating at a high productivity level. And so business routines are very, very important just for that reason. So I want to, right now, I want to give you five business routines that I think that you need to take a look at for your, for your, for your morning, okay? Uh, very important. So the first business routine, of course, and we talk about that as we look at the five questions of business leadership is preparing your mind for greatness. I think that you really should not even begin to start your day unless you prepare your mindset for greatness. And, and that could be a compilation of different things depending on how much time you're giving yourself to do that every morning. But a lot of people give themselves between 30 minutes and an hour to really put themselves as priority and prepare their minds for greatness. And so a part of doing that, it could be meditation, it could be prayer. I know for me, the first thing I do when I open my eyes is I thank God for allowing me to wake up another day. And I'm thanking him and telling him how grateful I am for that, right? And then, of course, you want to prepare your mind in other ways, meditation, prayer, prayer praying for the health of, uh, of your business, praying for a productive day. You just want to build yourself strong, right? And you may even want to uh, have your affirmations ready to read various affirmations that are going to motivate you. Don't forget, nothing is more um, nothing is more powerful and strong for you than tapping into your own personal power, 
power, and that's what those personal affirmations that you write and create are going to help you to do. Another routine that I think is very, very important is I think that you should be looking at your calendar at a minimum of three times a day, right? Early morning, mid-afternoon, and early evening. This way, that, that prevents certain things from falling through the crack because sometimes we can get so involved uh, in tasks that we are performing that we can forget that we were supposed to stop and, you know, go to a meeting or make a phone call or get on a get on an important webinar or a group uh, session. So it's important that we check our calendar early morning, mid-afternoon, and early evening. Doing that is going to help you to prevent those things from falling through the cracks again, and it's also going to help you to feel more in control and better prepared as well. So very, very important. A third routine also that I think is very key as well is, ladies, we've got to start paying attention to the money. And by that, I mean, I remember – I remember being in a, a women's conference, and they had uh, the the woman that owns Spanx. They had her up uh, on the stage, and I'll never forget it because I have used those things. Her name is Sarah Blakely, and Sarah mentioned three things that were so important, right? And I used those three things to share with you. And she said, you don't have a business if you don't have sales, marketing, and leads. You just don't have a business. And so they asked her, uh, you have now a billion-dollar company, and if you could give three things that you should be paying attention to, if there were just three things as a business owner you would be paying attention to, what would they be? And she said, well, I do a lot throughout the day, but if I had to eliminate everything but three things, it would be I would keep sales, marketing, and leads. She said I would keep those three things because without them, I wouldn't have a business. And I 100, equivocally, 100% agree with her. She's absolutely dead on with that. Um, And it caused me to reflect and go back and look at my business as well to take a look at what what about my sales, my marketing, and my leads. And, I, and it really helped me to even grow my company more. It gave me kind of like a newfound aha moment of, well, wait a minute. Uh, this is easy because my responsibility as a CEO of my company is to make sure that I'm paying attention to how the company is marketing itself and getting the word out there. And if I'm getting the word out there correctly, I'm going to be generating new leads. And if I'm generating new leads, then my responsibility is to make sure that either I have a sales team in place that can close the sales or I myself have a process for how I close the sales with every single lead that comes in my door. So again, I totally agree with her, which is why I added this to the five questions of business leadership. And so it has to become a routine for you. You've got to 
start paying attention to your marketing, and you really want to keep a close eye on your marketing. Uh, and so if you want to know if your marketing is really working, it has to become a routine for you to look at and pay attention to the number of leads being attracted by your marketing, right? And you've got to know how did, how did I get this new client? How did they come about? Did they learn about me on Google? Did someone refer them or did they see one of our marketing ads? You know, how do we know? And so with that said, one of the routines that you have to have, again, is that you have to be paying close attention to those three things as one component. You need to be knowing what your numbers are uh, with marketing. How many leads are you generating with marketing? That's the only way your marketing is working. I can tell you that right now. And, you know, as women, I'm going to just share this with you guys because we are such an emotional being as women, right? We're emotional and we're very visual, right? We're very visual beings. We're attracted by beauty, by colors, by a lot of different things. And so sometimes as business women, we get so caught up into, you know, wanting the beautiful website, wanting all of the colors and wanting things just right. We get caught up in analysis paralysis to the point to where we don't keep ourselves moving forward. But the very things that we should be focusing on and creating a routine of is paying attention to how we are marketing our business, whether or not it is generating leads, and are we closing the sale when we do generate those leads, right? So, for example, as a routine, every day I'm looking at you know, how many leads are coming in. Now, I have a system for generating my leads. I call it the Power Talk system. And in my Power Talk, I basically, um, you know, offer free consultations and I give of myself tremendously in those consultations. I want to do the best job that I can because that's going to give that individual and uh, good information and help them to be on their way. But it's also going to build credibility and establish a relationship between myself and that individual uh, who oftentimes becomes a really good lead for me, right? What is, what is the way that you are able to generate your lead from your marketing? right? And so you have to actually know that. That's very, very important. Again, you know, how are you generating leads and how is your marketing helping you to generate that lead? Well, that's a, a, a routine that has to be fit in, right? Now, a lot of people say, well, asking myself this question every day is a little bit too much. Well, it depends on the type of business you have. But honestly, if you're marketing and you've got your marketing automated and running 24-7 for you, even when you're not physically doing something with it, um, then you should really on a consistent level be having leads coming in every day. And you should be able to have um, you know, call sales calls and schedule presentations or whatever it is for your business industry, you should be able to do that um, frequently throughout the week and not just once a month or twice a month, right? But for the sake of reporting, a good report, a good leads report every every um, Friday would be a good idea. 
how many leads did my did I draw in this week? And that's so very, very important. So that's a routine that you need to have, okay? A fourth routine, which I think is so very, very important, and a lot of people don't pay attention to this at all, and that is you need to have a routine of creating a CEO day. You need to outline a day for your business that you're doing nothing but planning, nothing but planning. And that's very, very important because oftentimes I find that women business owners don't plan enough. They don't have enough time to actually plan out their business because they are too busy servicing the customers or they're just too busy doing irrelevant things that are not really contributing to their growth. But if you could identify one day that you, that would be your planning day as the CEO, that's your day to plan your strategies, look at your marketing, determine all of those things, then, then it can become a habit, a consistent routine that you practice. So let's say you say every Tuesday I do it, or every Monday or every Wednesday or every Friday. You need to create that routine. So very, very important that, that you need to do that. Another routine, last but not least, I wanted to give you five. Okay, another routine that I think is very important, and that is an evening routine, which is you need to every evening go back over your day and look at the productivity of your day and and score yourself between 1 and 10, 1 being at the poorest and 10 being at the highest. You need to score yourself how you did that day. Did you accomplish your goals for the day? Did you do all the things that were listed in your calendar, in your planner for the day? So there you have it, ladies, some more routines that you need to be taking a look at and thinking. And the big question is asking yourself, what should my daily routine be as the owner of my company? What are the routines that I want to lay the foundation for and create that are going to take me to new heights and new levels uh, as I grow my business? That's what you want to be looking at. Well, there you have it. Again, don't forget to pick up your copy of Atomic Habits by James Clear as we will continue on with this book throughout the month. Um, so excited for um, some things that we're doing. I've got a surprise for you guys next week that's relevant to Atomic Habits, and uh, you're going to hear all about it on next Monday. Until then, be blessed, stay productive, and keep yourself focused on being abundant in your business. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.